This is an extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast of a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Moving on to our third informational item, the fall 2022 student and school safety update. Dr. Swift. Thank you, uh, Madam President and Trustees. Every day of the year, we are focused in thinking about safety. And yet next week, October 16th through 22nd, is America's Safe Schools Week. Uh, This is the National School Safety Center, state governors and state school superintendents uh, who promote this week and really reach out to elected officials in communities uh, to tie in their efforts. Um, The observance is supported by local, state, and national public officials as well. I've included a link uh, in your board notes this evening to uh, a web page that really has a lot of resources around Safe Schools Week. Uh, But trustees, we are asking Ms. Margolis really just to share our normal fall school safety update. You recall that in the before times, we would often be out in that October, November timeframe. Uh, to just review our processes and procedures with school safety, uh, because fall is a great time to update. Typically, we will update again in the spring so that our families are assured of having the most current and updated information. Uh, So Ms. Uh, Margolis is joining us uh, this evening by remote uh, to review our school safety, and there are some updates here, trustees of activities that have been ongoing. We discussed some of these with Finance Committee because we, as trustee, as Chair Carajero noted, we are receiving some Michigan school safety grant money, so there's a tie-in there. Uh, I do appreciate that Ms. Margolis was a recent guest on our A2 Schools podcast to share uh, just with parents so they have more information and I ask her to come forward and share an overview with the trustees and with the community this evening. Ms. Margolis. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, trustees and Dr. Swift and the community. I appreciate this opportunity tonight to just go through a few of our safety updates and then, um, as always, uh, answer any of your questions afterwards. So I just want to sort of lead this off um, just talking about school safety, which is a critical priority and a fundamental value in our district. Uh, The safety of our students, staff, our visitors takes priority even before our critical mission of teaching, learning, and student achievement. Um, To have a safe school then allows our mission of uh, learning to take place. A safe school is welcoming. It has staff that communicates a sense of confidence and security to students and families. It engages all of our stakeholders to create healthy and happy learning environments. And a safe school is prepared. I'm gonna be talking a bit about those preparations. For our update, um, our school security facility policy protocol assessments has just been uh, completed last week. As you may recall, for some of our uh, trustees, we work with a a company here in the state called Secured Education Consultants, SEC. 
We worked with them in 2018, where they came in and did a security assessment of every one of our schools. We re-engaged with SEC in January. They came in and walked all of our high schools. And just last week, they finished assessments of our middle schools, our K-8 elementary and preschools. And what they do on site is uh, they assess both the interior and the exterior of the schools. They look at our protocols and our policies. And when we get the reports back from them, we will be moving forward and implementing some of their suggestions. They also talk to us about uh, things that are going well within our district. And in the past, we've had very good reports from SEC. Um, But this is one of the areas that the uh, Michigan Department of Ed grant covers. Um, And it's very important. We learn a lot from our partners at SEC when they do our assessments. This year, we again uh, put our door protocols in place. Our external doors are locked at all times, except for the beginning of the school day when they are supervised by adults. And our classroom and internal doors in our schools should be locked at all times, and they can either be propped or closed during the school day. We again are using our visitor management system. Um, Everyone that comes into our schools, all of our visitors, present their ID and they're checked against the National Sex Offender Database. And they're given a common visitor pass so that our staff know to look for that visitor pass on folks that aren't wearing one of the school um, IDs. And also it's a real important um, tool for us in case we ever do have to evacuate, we have a list of all of our visitors Um, in our building through this system. We are very fortunate to have really strong partnerships with our local law enforcement. Um, I have been taking place in unified command training with the Ann Arbor Police, the Sheriff's Department, and the University of Michigan Public uh, Safety Division. Last May, we conducted our first of what will be many emergency tabletop exercises. We utilized the U of M Emergency Operations Center, U of M, Um, AAPD and the Sheriff's Department were all there working with us on this uh, tabletop exercise. And then we do have uh, twice a year school year meetings between the superintendents and the Joint Chiefs um, throughout Washtenaw County, where it's really helpful, where we have excellent discussions and and plan our protocols that we have consistency across the county. Our emergency operation plan was actually updated uh, last winter, and it is required by the state. It's required um, for us to have that updated and approved by the state in order to apply to any school safety grants. And this year, we are also going to be taking that template and developing strong school emergency operation plans as well. One of the things I really wanted to talk about just briefly is our securely system. Um, This is our monitoring system that we use Um, to monitor student emails. And it is a 24-7, 12 months out of the year monitoring system. Um, And I just wanted to give you a little bit of background of of what we've been monitoring since last September. Um, It monitors students' emails and there's a group of us that are notified. And I can tell you that uh, we have three levels, the extreme risk, increased risk, and, and moderate risk. And for any of the extreme risk categories, we are notified. I've gotten calls in the middle of the night um, from Securely. It is monitored by a person 
um, and they get in touch with us through email, through text, and through phone calls, and then we follow up immediately. Um, just to give you an idea, um, in the past year, we've had 24 um, extreme risk categories, and we make uh, outreach to parents immediately on all of these, actually. Um, 348 increased risk categories, and then 325 moderate risk um, parents can sign up as well to monitor their student emails. We have 603 parents right now monitoring 977 student emails. There is a place on the website where parents can um, sign up to receive and be able to monitor their student emails. This is such an important tool. I will tell you not once have we had a parent question us about this because it is so important. And we contact parents immediately, especially for the extreme risk category. Um, and, and we know that we have um, really helped students that are in need um, and have expressed it through emails to friends or through their searches. Um, a lot of times it is their searches that, that raise this alarm. Uh, the whole county actually is uh, instituting a new threat assessment tool. It's uh, Dr. Dewey Cornell. It's called the CSAG, the Comprehensive Threat Assessment Guideline. We have a, a group of trainers that have just completed their training, and we are going to be rolling this new threat assessment tool that is being used in many of our schools already um, throughout all of our schools this year. Um, this is in, ad in addition to our Columbia suicide assessment. This new threat assessment tool is really very user-friendly. I should, it's not a great way to say friendly when we're doing assessments, but um, it really works very well. And um, it's, a, it's a way for us to be able to share it as a student um, goes into other grades. It's in a, a same platform. So um, all of the, the staff involved with the students can see these uh, threat assessments so we can also track it as well. So we are doing this countywide. It was a tool that um, WISD brought um, and we are using it countywide. And again, we also have very strong partnerships with Community Mental Health and the U of M Psychiatric Emergency Department. Um, I can't, myself, I, I can't express enough how um, helpful these um, agencies have been. I'm actually a text away um, from the director of the psychiatric ED. And um, unfortunately, I, I've had to text a few times already this year, um, and the response is just outstanding. Um, we let them know if we have students that are in need, if they're headed their way, um, we actually do share the threat assessment tool as well with them if, if it's appropriate. And um, Dr. Hong from the uh, U of M uh, responds to me immediately and, and gives us updates so that uh, we work in partnership. So it's, it's really important to have that established relationship. Um, through Securely, which is our, our email monitoring system, um, this year we're going to be instituting our own AAPS tip line. We will still obviously use OK to Say, but we really feel it's important to have our own local tip line as well. So we're working right now with Securely. It's, it's going to be an 888 number, and we'll be sharing that with families, with students, with staff. Um, and so look for that to come this winter. We are also updating our emergency management tool um, and a, a platform called Student Safe. And the Student Safe platform is actually where our threat assessment management will be taking place. So it's something we will have across the entire district on this one platform. Um, they are both emergency communication tools um, that we will be using uh, through our uh, all of our buildings, and um, they're really going to help us in some of our emergency management response. We continue and have gotten back into training um, under ALICE, which is the countywide intruder training. We conducted a training with about 
400 staff members um, in August and this November on election day, we will be doing another training. And we are trying to really make sure that all of our staff have the in-person training, but we will also be introducing an e-learning blended platform. And the wonderful thing about this um, e-learning platform is it offers modules for special education teachers, our bus drivers, um, our custodians, our food service workers. Um, and it also offers really helpful platforms for just individuals um, in your daily life on learning different types of emergency management. So we will be introducing that uh, later this fall as well. Um, also under next steps, uh, the MDE just did come out with their uh, school safety grant. Um, we've actually submitted the paperwork already. Um, there are uh, sort of four areas um, that were required first of the grant. Um, the one is just a confirmation that we want to participate in this grant, which we obviously do. Um, the school safety and security assessments is a reimbursement program of the um, SEC assessments that we did. We, we just completed in, in October, so there will be some reimbursement funding for that. We will also be doing critical incident mapping, um, and that will include um, overhead mapping as well as interior mapping of all of our schools. Um, and there are some very distinct requirements that MDE is requiring for this mapping, and we're working with a company that is an expert on that. And then also they will be providing some per-pupil per funding to improve our student mental health supports. And when we know more about that, we will be able to share more details. Working with IT, we are in progress right now of just upgrading our school camera systems. Some of our systems are older um, and we have schools that have asked that some of the cameras be positioned differently or they could use a camera in a different location. So we've done the assessment stage and now we're working with IT um, to actually go through methodically in the schools um, and do some upgrades in our camera systems. And then another thing this year that we will be instituting is our Stop the Bleed kits. We obviously already have AED units in every single school, and we will be adding Stop the Bleed kits along with training um, as well for those kits. I wanted to say a few words about our partnerships. Um, we have very strong partnerships in this community. Um, the city of Ann Arbor has a new emergency manager. She actually came from the U of M and I worked with her in that position. But she is, we just are working really closely together, and they're including the Anaheim Public Schools in a lot of the emergency management trainings that are happening. Um, I worked with her on the emergency tabletop exercise, and we plan to do this again in the spring. Um, I, the public school district is also working with the city on um, some inclusion in some tabletops, including the most recent one that we're doing this month. Um, that is around dam functions and floods. Um, it's really important for us to be involved because it will impact our schools um, in a variety of ways. And so we're looking at different scenarios and doing a tabletop around um, the dams in this area and where the floodplains are. And then working with Sydney Parmeter, that's the emergency manager for the city of Ann Arbor, um, we, the two of us formed a school safety network and we have already had one meeting. We'll plan another one this winter where we, um, really saw a need to help support private and parochial schools. Um, a lot of times these are just en one entity um, and they don't have a lot of the same connections with school safety. So we just want to be really helpful to them and find out where their needs are and, and give them advice and, and help in any way we can. Um, sometimes they don't get the information from different areas. And so we, we want them to be protected as well. And we had our first uh, meeting in September and it went really well and they're very appreciative. So we will do that probably every quarter and just touch base with them. 
And then most important is our partnership with our parents and our families. Um, it is so important uh, that our families work with us. Um, when we have things that occur in schools, when we need to do a threat assessment, um, we have, we've had quite a few of them already this, this school year. And many times, you know, it, it turns out that kids are joking, but I have to tell you, we take every single one of the threats extremely seriously. We run our threat assessment. We take all the important steps that we have to take to keep students and our schools safe. And so it's really important for parents to partner with us so they understand how serious we take any types of threats, even if they're jokes, from students. So having the parents and families um, as part of our partners in school safety um, is just really key to sort of closing that whole loop of what we do around school safety. And I think is that is our final slide. I know I I gave you a lot, um, and so a lot of things are going on, and we will continue to update um, the community and the board. Um, I look forward later on this school year to holding some parent um, events where we can talk with parents about some of their security um, concerns as well and share some of our uh, successes and where we're moving within this district. Thank you, Ms. Margolis. Dr. Swift, do you want to... I just appreciate the work, uh, Ms. Margolis, of you and our city and community partners in this work to keep our students safe. Thank you, Ms. Margolis. Thank you for listening to this extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast, featuring a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Please subscribe to our podcast to hear Superintendent Swift talk about important AAPS issues and more. You can find out more about AAPS at a 2 Schools dot org.